Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Mike Florio, ProFootballTalk.com, NBC Sports, Twitter.com slash ProFootballTalk. Day by day, day by day, we get better and better. We get better and better. We can't beat, beat. We can't beat, beat. We can't beat, beat. What's up? NFL insider Mike Florio with Mully and Haw on 670 The Score. Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. We love our opportunity to talk to Mike Florio, and he joins us now on The Score Hotline, brought to you by Circa Resort Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Michael, good morning. How are you? What's going on, guys? Hello from Indianapolis. Yeah, that's the place to be, and obviously the uh, the Bears have the number one pick in the draft, so it, it behooves them to uh, to look at every possibility. And uh, you know, increasingly, we we know they're they're not interested in trading Justin Fields. Not that anyone in Chicago suspected that would be the case, but they are interested in getting out of that pick and not getting out of it, but gaining something to move. They want to get as much as humanly possible. Are you hearing a lot of speculation on that, Mike? Well, yeah, and th- this is the case every year because at the end of the day, your decision whether you use the pick or trade the pick is influenced by many factors, including what you are going to get. What's your best offer for the pick? Are you getting enough to justify moving out of that spot? And I know some people are confused by the news that the Bears are going to scout all the top quarterbacks, but the reality is when it's time to make that trade, the more you know about the player they're coming up to get, because they're not coming up to the first pick just to tell their friends and family, hey, we got the first pick in the draft. They're coming up there for a guy. The more you know about that guy, the the better you can negotiate the right package because you can engage in a meaningful conversation because you've dug into the details, you've scouted the guy, and you know what he's worth. They're coming up to get him. They're not coming up just to get that pick. Mike, you're in Indy, so Brian Gutekunst just spoke at the NFL Combine, and he said that in regard to Aaron Rodgers, that they uh, has not had those kind of conversations yet. He's a great player, but they will do what's best for the Green Bay Packers, and he's been in constant communication with Jordan Love and has a lot of confidence in him, and he absolutely is ready to be a starter. How do you interpret what he said? Well, that's a far cry from we're committed to Aaron Rodgers. We want Aaron Rodgers back. The red carpet is still out. Why wouldn't we want him? Yada, yada, yada. So I feel like they're in the same spot they were 15 years ago after having a first-round pick sit on the bench for three years. They want to move forward with him. And remember, the difference between Rodgers and Jordan Love, Rodgers kind of fell into their laps. Jordan Love is a guy they decided to trade up and get. So this has been three years in the making. Two straight MVP seasons delayed it, but last year I think was enough of a regression by Rodgers and also enough of a lack of involvement by Rodgers in the offseason program, getting those new receivers comfortable, being fully committed, makes it easier to turn the page. And now they just have to figure out when and to whom. I think that's the key, to whom he gets traded. They also have to hope that his attitude isn't, well, I'm just staying no matter what, and I won't accept the trade anywhere, and you either cut me or you just put me on the roster, and then – they have a real mess because they have to decide between playing Jordan Love or Aaron Rodgers. 
Yeah, you know, I, I wonder how Rodgers will feel about this because he seems to be offended fairly easily, and it's probably not the kind of thing he wants to hear. But you look at his contract, I'm sure he'd like to get paid. I don't think he's retiring. So does he wind up somewhere else, Mike, or does he? are they stuck with him? Well, I think one of the factors that hasn't gotten nearly the attention it should is what if he wants to go to a team that they don't want to trade him to? At what point does he roll up his sleeves and fight them a little bit on this idea that, hey, you guys don't want me. I've been here for all these years. Why don't you let me go where I want to go? Why are you worried about me playing for an NFC team? If that's the truth, as it was 15 years ago, they didn't want him to play for especially an NFC North team, but they got him out of the conference altogether. Why do they care now? Why not just let him go where he wants to go? And, you know, if he really wants to take the Brett Favre career arc to its extreme, he could retire now and then unretire later and really put him in a spot because 15 years ago they were able to absorb Brett Favre's salary. I don't think they'd be able to comply with the cap if Rodgers decides in July he's going to show up again, and then he would dictate where he wants to go. And, you know, if he's suddenly available like Favre was in 2008, would there be teams that, that scuttle their plans like the Jets did? I wouldn't be surprised if there were. So that's one potential way the dominoes fall that I think we need to keep an eye on. He could retire now and then unretire later and really stay in this this Brett Favre career footsteps. Although at some point it would be wise for him to, you know, remove the crocs and get out of the footsteps. But for now he could he can follow along with Favre. Mike, the Washington Post reported that Daniel Snyder is demanding that uh, he be free and protected from legal liability moving forward if he sells the team from other owners. How ridiculous is that, and how did it go over? Well, yeah, like what liability would he be concerned about unless there's something out there that we don't really know about, whether it's the money that he, he allegedly directed toward different activities at FedEx Field and kept money from the owners. It, it's just, it's odd to me that he wants anything. He's just sell the team and move on. And the ESPN article from the day, I don't know if you guys have seen it or talked about it, the Don Van Atta piece, that really throws jet fuel on this fire that I think is going to push Snyder out if there's any merit to this idea that he, he had a $55 million loan that he obtained without approval of his partners and the league apparently didn't push him the way that it should and it just it's starting to feel like they've found something that is really going to force his hand and and I know that plenty of commanders fans believe that there's never going to be anything that really forces his hand but this item that ESPN pushed today makes me think that they're as close as they've ever been. Mike we learned this morning that Leslie Frazier a former Bear an 85 uh, Chicago Bear stepping away for the 2023 season uh, as the defensive coordinator in uh, in Buffalo, and he plans to come back in 2024. That That's kind of scary to hear an announcement like that. Yeah, it is, and I haven't seen many details about it. This is very late in the process for a decision like that to be made. And, you know, it's, it's uh, something's going to confuse a lot of people. He's done very well there. And, you know, he was in the head coaching conversation a couple of years ago, maybe as recently as last year, but not in this cycle. But, yeah, I mean, when you hear something like that, you hope everything's fine and you hope that he gets back into coaching as soon as possible. Mike, do you like the roughing the passer penalty being reviewable? <laughs> well, I, I, here's, here's what I would like them to do. I would like them to remove the rule 
or the portion of the rule that says when in doubt, throw the flag. That's what creates the problem. And every time there's a questionable roughing call, that's what needs to be pointed out. When, when we're trying to look at the, the frame by frame, well, was it roughing? Was it not roughing? The, the important point is the rule specifically says when in doubt, throw the flag. And the idea is they want to protect the quarterbacks at all costs. And when, when Judy Batista at NFL Network reported on Sunday that the competition committee looked at 80 roughing plays and only found three questionable calls, that told me they're not doing anything. They're fine with the way it is because they want to protect the quarterbacks. They'll deal with periodic criticism and complaint that there were roughing calls that shouldn't have been made because they want to keep quarterbacks healthy as long as possible look at look at one of the other rules that everyone's pushing having that third quarterback active on game day they want healthy quarterbacks because when you get to a point where the starter's out the game takes a dramatic dip and then when you have the backup out and you're left with either the starter who can't throw five yards in Brock Purdy coming back into the game or a running back playing quarterback that's not good for anybody so I think bottom line they want to protect the quarterbacks so I don't think it's going to be reviewable I don't think they're going to change anything Great stuff, Mike. Thank you, as always. Appreciate it. Thanks, Mike. All right, great talking to you guys. That is Mike Florio from uh, Pro Football Talk. Great job, as always. A lot of good stuff from him. He's busy this week because rumors are flying all over Indy. Man. 312-644-6767 is the telephone number. We've got the Coom Dog. We're going to bring in Ron Coomer, and we're going to talk some baseball with him, talk some Cubs baseball. It's Mully and Hall at Chicago Sports Radio, 6-7 the score. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.